While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. If you don't know, my name is Ryan. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a host of the Classroom Brew podcast. And we've been doing this for about five, six years now. So if you have not already, you can subscribe on any podcast player, but you can also check us out to get more Classroom Brew content at patreon.com slash classroombrew. That's where you can get some of that bonus content and that podcast merch. So you can rep it for your your teacher friends or holidays are coming up, (laughs) I guess. Uh, you can get it for them for, for the holidays. And I think there's a, a $2, a $4, and a $7 tier, uh, which gets you different benefits depending on that level. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to plug the, the email right now. You can read that in the description, <laughs> where you can also check out some of our stuff. Like last week, we had our Magic Mind, uh, our Magic Mind uh, preview, if you will. So you can check out the show notes in whatever podcast player, and you can click on those links and use those codes to get all those good deals. Anyway, I think this week what we're going to do is another Ask Reddit thing because we, we've seen a lot of these and I'm getting a little bit less afraid of Reddit. And there's been a number of really good ones. Um, that are, sorry, I'm hearing Marty in the background right now. Uh, he's, not, he's not whining yet, but you can tell he's, he's huffing and puffing because he wants, he wants some attention. So we'll, we'll be sure to pepper that in throughout for him. Um, okay, so this post is from, uh, this is the, the subreddit. See, look at that. I know lingo. The subreddit teachers, and this is from legfamiliar8530, uh, or 8530, however you want to say it. And the title is, Why are the parents of the students who rely on me the most the ones who complain about me the most? It says, I've been teaching for a few years now, and I've noticed a pattern. The parents who usually kick up a fuss about me at the start of the school year, complain about something I'm doing, nearly always turn out to be the parents of the students who like me the most and rely on me the most toward the end of the year. Why is this? Uh, I don't mind them coming to me for support, but I find it frustrating that this is almost always paired with a crap, with the crap, what? With crap that they give me at the start of the year. Has anyone else experienced this? And I should point out, so that, that's for sure, you know, the squeaky wheel are the parents that they want more for their kids. And so like she's saying, or they're saying, uh, that's a very positive thing, right? If they're trying to advocate for their kids. But for sure, that's, I mean, it comes with the territory. Your squeakiest wheel is going to be squeaky about anything. <laughs> like I had, um, I had this one parent that I, I was calling dur- during remote learning because I had had one of his, you know, kids in years past. And during the full year of working from home and kids being online, uh, most kids weren't going. And I think this was the same story with like both of his kids where like they never really went to class, never really did the work. When they did do the work, they just kind of like wrote their name in a few words or whatever. So naturally they weren't doing so well. And we would call to try to figure out what we could do about this. And I'm sure uh, I don't, I don't fault this parent for, you know, 
the remote learning thing, but there's for sure some sort of familial <laughs> commonalities. Uh, anyways, so I, I call this parent, and the conversation about his kid, or kids in this case, because I mean, you know, checking back in on, on the other one, even though I didn't have him as a student at the time, but the conversation about uh, the student, it, it didn't last very long until it transitioned into this dad talking about being a Satanist. <laughs> like, complaining to me about the fact that kids are remote, as if it's my choice at this time, uh, even though I was on board with it at the time. Uh, but complaining to me like I'm, you know, the person that decided this for the entire state of Illinois <laughs> and or the entire district that, you know, services like 300 schools or whatever our massive size our district is, whatever, and <laughs> decides to complain about all that and uh, convert me to Satanism. <laughs> it's like, like I laughed. I, li- I laughed. I thought like, this is hilarious. He's joking with me. Uh, mostly, you know, not hilarious. I guess I was more uncomfortable, but I was pretending like this is hilarious, but he was dead serious. Now, mind you, it's over the phone, so I can't see his face. So maybe he just has a very dry sense of humor. <laughs> but uh, Needless to say, I tried to end that conversation pretty shortly after that. And uh, fast forward, like maybe 48 hours later, and I get a call because we were using our personal phones at the time. They didn't give us any other option, unfortunately. And so I get a call. I'm like, this motherfucker. And uh, he calls to like ask me for, and mind you, he had just been giving me shit for, you know, them being in school and, you know, trying to deny that COVID was a thing at all. Like this guy was the worst over the phone, truly the worst. And then he's like asking me stuff like, so I'm wondering if you can like, you know, you know, help my, help my kids out with, you know, getting some SAT prep. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering like, you know, you guys have office hours right after school. So like, maybe you can do that and it could be at the school, right? Because, you know, there'll be less kids. So, and I'm like, fuck you, man. It got so bad to the point where he even called me like toward the end of the year being like, so I'm trying to, I'm having a hard time finding the login so that, you know, my kids can get on this. We have this thing called Naviance. They can get on Naviance to do their tasks or whatever. And I'm like, motherfucker, how about you Google this? Or how about you ask Satan? Like, that's, that's your go-to man, right? Uh, so needless to say, in some cases, it's a good thing, but I, it's just the squeaky wheel, right? I don't know. It, it for sure puts, it puts teachers as human beings in a situation where you're a little bit less inclined to want to help out with that parent or collaborate, but it's our job. Like we're in such a, it's like the retail employee, like you're being paid to put up with their bullshit. And I'm not saying that this is all parents, of course, but we're essentially like putting on the professional front, even when we're being met with like the most unprofessional um, retorts or statements or things that are being said to our face by these parents. Kind of like the parents that like you're having a parent conference because their kid shows up high every day and the parent themselves shows up high. Like, that's a real thing that happens pretty consistently. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, yeah. That dude asked me for so much shit even after I was like, I'm done with this fucking guy. Um, all right, so this next one, I'm, let me start by saying I, I'm, not, I, I'm not an experienced expert when it comes to internet security and, and, such like that, and stuff like that. And so this one is from Tasty Activity 6021. It says, can my texts be read by principal if I'm on their Wi-Fi? It says, I'm in, I'm in a class with no windows, so the only way I can get internet on my phone is by connecting to the school Wi-Fi. I'm not sure that seems like an issue with your, your cell phone or your uh, 
cellular provider. There you go. I'm on an Android using SLS. I don't know what that is. Can my text be read by my principal? Nothing serious, just negative comments about admin occasionally, but definitely wouldn't want them reading that. And I've got to tell you, I don't know if they're going to hear it, but I can tell you if they could, if they could hear what you're typing because you're on their Wi-Fi, they've heard a whole bunch of shit. They've heard me write stuff down as notes for the podcast on my phone. <laughs> a whole bunch of shit. A lot of snarky comments, you know? Like a mid-sentence and then the, the announcements kick in for like the 18th time that day. I'm like, this motherfucker in my head, jumping on my phone. I use Gchat, you know? We use, so our district uses, uh, uses Gmail and I use Gchat to talk shit. I know they can see that, but you know what? At this point, I've got so much protection with tenure and freedom of speech, right? I'm not saying anything that's like uh, unprofessional or, uh, or, or dangerous. I'm not saying anything like that. But like, it's, we're complaining. We're allowed to do that. Now, your personal phone, I doubt they're actually, you know, I mean, again, I'm not an expert. I don't think that they're going to be doing that uh, with personal phones. It, it, I'm sure it's possible, but I, I just doubt it. Um, but to me, fucking try it. Read it. Come talk to me face to face about it and let's see what happens. The, hey, Mr. F, I see that you were complaining about the lack of consequences for students and, and really disparaging our administration. I go, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Hmm? They're going to be like, well, nothing, because, you know, we, we don't have a lot of follow through. You know, it's not really our strong suit to hold people accountable. You know, really, that is your, that is your right to say that. And you have been very vocal in the staff meetings and not much has come of it. So I understand your frustration. That's not what they're going to say, of course. But you know what? What are they going to say to me? You know? Or like, like, oh, great. Someone showed up in the last five minutes for an observation. What a genius move right there. And like, well, you know, that really was the only time frame that I had because I'm only allotted about seven minutes for my instructional leader capabilities and roles in this building. So I would appreciate Like, what are they going to say about it? There's nothing that they could really go into me for, you know? Or like I text somebody like, someone stole my fucking lunch out of the fridge. Like, well, you know, actually, I thought as administration, you know, we had a right to do that, to confiscate any lunches from students and from staff. So therefore, as you can see, we ate your lunch. Like, what are you going to say? I'm going to complain as much as I want. Maybe, I mean, I'm in a very, I'm in a very specific uh, safety zone as a tenured teacher. So I'm not saying, you know, go crazy, but I, I feel like nothing that we complain about is that, I'm not saying it's innocuous, but, uh, but it, it's certainly nothing that's going to be uh, grievable, if you will. So I'm not too worried about it, but, um, well, hey, so I promised you guys last week, we, we've got this partnership with Magic Mind and uh, my Magic Mind showed up. So if you, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to the last, the last episode, I've been talking about this issue of like focus and energy throughout the, the day, especially if I'm getting up and essentially doing 14, 15 hour days. But even if I'm just having a regular teaching day, which is still much longer than I wish it were. And, and the, the cool thing about this little drink, it's basically, it's the size of like a shot, essentially. It's not a shot like medical shot. But it's a very tiny bottle, which I didn't expect. I thought it was going to be like a full-blown uh, thing. But it's, it's a very small amount. Uh, right on the bottle, it says it has matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, honey. Things that help you, well, one, make it taste better. Uh, but two, give you energy and, and things that help you focus. So honestly, I've done it a few different ways when I've taken uh, this Magic Mind stuff. Uh, which, by the way, that lion's mane and cordyceps mushroom stuff Katie was saying that's something that a lot of people with ADHD can take as a supplement to help with focus. So that kind of 
I just happened to choose those ones when I said matcha, lion's mane, and cordyceps among the, uh, the different ingredients in Magic Mind. But point being, what I've done is I've done it as a supplement for my morning coffee. I have done it in addition to pre-workout when I go to the gym in the morning. And I've done it as the only morning routine drink. So I've done it solo, supplemental, and supplemental with pre-workout. I have not done the combination of <laughs> I've not done the combination of pre-workout coffee and magic mind. That I have not done. So in all honesty, what I've found over the past, this is now, I've had it for six days, six days straight. Uh, and they were very nice. They, full disclosure, they sent me 15, a 15 pack uh, to try it out. And honestly, I, I, I truly don't just say this. The first day, there wasn't too much for me. Like it was more like I can feel a little bit of caffeine boost because, you know, there's matcha in it. Uh, but the other day on, uh, for me, it was like a Monday or, or a Tuesday, something like that. It was Monday because Tuesday was election day. And I, I had pre-workout. No, I'm sorry, I skipped pre-workout, but I had Magic Mind to go to the gym. And it was fine, because it was leg day. I didn't notice anything, that, anything then in terms of the workout. I was more just awake. But what I did notice when I went to get coffee in the morning, and I was driving to work, most of the time I finish that coffee, it's usually iced coffee or an iced Americano, I usually finish that on the drive to work. And I got to work, and I still had like three quarters of my coffee left because I, I don't know. It wasn't that I was full. I just, I was like, I, I think I'm good right now. I don't even believe I finished it. I think I threw it out with like half of the coffee left and I was still feel So it, it literally, that's one of their claims that they have is that it, it acts as, you know, a way to, to boost the benefits of, of caffeine. I have it right here. Replaces coffee for some people or allows them to drink less coffee. And literally, if I'm having a quarter or even half of my coffee, but I'm still feeling the benefits of that, it's very beneficial. Uh, a part of it too, I mean, this could be because I'm not, I'm not coaching after school right now. Uh, with this, I'm in between seasons right now, but I'm essentially not falling asleep as much, which is honestly pretty nice. So I would recommend it either as uh, drinking it as a solo morning routine thing, uh, or it can be used in conjunction with you know, your coffee or your tea or whatever. So if you're wondering, I mean, there's this, this little pamphlet that they sent to. Um, I honestly, I have them in my fridge. I want it to be a little bit cold. They recommend it, but you don't have to. You just honestly refrigerate it, you shake it up, you drink it like a shot, and then you go about your day. It takes about two seconds. So that first day, uh, what I expected was, well, honestly, I expected very little, but I did have like a decent amount of energy, but nothing that was crazy. Uh, by day two and three, that's when I really started to feel like, okay, I'm a little more, a little more energized, a little more focused. And then, like I said, by like day four, five, and, and six, I, I've felt less of a need to actually have, uh, to actually have coffee, uh, or at least as much of it. I uh, can't completely take it out there. So that's, that's for sure part of it. But what we are going to do next week's episode, it's going to be after having Magic Mind for a total of two weeks. Uh, so right now, it's been about a week of taking Magic Mind. It's been pretty beneficial so far. Uh, I've recommended it to a few people. It, it's, you know, honestly, the best part about it is that you just, it's done quickly. So it's not going to take too much time. Uh, it takes longer for me to give my dog his medicine in the morning in a little, a little pill pocket. But the, the cool thing, as I'm trying this, this as like a trial to see what Magic Mind is like, I mentioned that we are working together. So if you want, you can get either 20% off your purchase or 
40% off a subscription to Magic Mind if you want to feel these benefits by going to magicmind.co slash classroom. At checkout, you're going to use classroom20. And again, magicmind.co slash classroom, use code classroom20. That either gets you 20% off a one-time purchase or 40% off a subscription. Uh, so keep in mind, it is magicmind.co. It is not com. Use magicmind.co slash classroom and classroom20 at checkout. And honestly, I'm pretty excited to see what, what happens. Because it's something new in my routine, I think that has also helped, honestly. Uh, like when I first started going to the gym in the morning, it was like, oh, this is something new. Uh, even going to like a different coffee shop or something like that, that's been beneficial. But now adding this like small routine into my morning routine, uh, that's kind of added. Th- like, honestly, I'll do it like as soon as I wake up, then take the dog out, then go about my, the rest of my morning routine, whether I'm going to the gym or not. So I'm excited. We'll see you next week. Uh, big shout out to, to Magic Mind for, uh, for giving us this opportunity. And of course, if you are like me and you just want to click on something, uh, just go to the show notes and you'll see that link for magicmind.co slash classroom and classroom20 at checkout. Anyway, well, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I took some today, but uh, honestly, it's, I, don't, I didn't have coffee today. I'm just realizing I did not have coffee today. So uh, that's it. So we're talking about focus. We're talking about energy. We're talking about all this stuff. And the, the next little Reddit thing that I bookmarked or whatever you want to call it. Uh, this was innocuous things students do that drive you nuts. This, there's so many that I could list right now. Uh, but this person, it's from Go Spider's Mom. And she, uh, she writes, I saw this on another sub, but thought it would be fun here. My submission is, can we have a chill day? <laughs> or uh, someone else writes, uh, what are we doing today? Even though there's an agenda on the board. Did I miss anything when I was absent? We have to do math today? And then they moan and groan. Uh, what else we got here? What are we doing today is a very big one. Uh, my, honestly, my... my <laughs> it's not innocuous because there's so much more to it that's like dismissive and rude and, and entitled. My thing is, if I, if I do anything to do my job, whether I'm you know, holding students accountable for classroom expectations or <laughs> having them do, I don't know, learning as, as their fucking teacher, uh, I get told all the time, you're doing too much or you doing too much. Have you doing too much? Oh, you doing too much. Or you doing, oh, I hate the, the, that sound, that little lip smack. You doing too much. I hate it so fucking much to the point where I just be like, you're doing too much. But of course I can't say that. Um, that's a big one. Uh, the, the other big one that I hear a lot is we always have work in here. Like, yeah, man. Or, or, uh, every single day I have some kids that ask me like, do you have a pencil? And I go, as always, there is a bin that used to be filled with about 2000 pencils in it. I think now there's about 14 of them left and they don't have erasers. One of them is probably a golf pencil. Another one's probably chewed to the brim and you know, none of them, none of them are sharpened. Uh, it's a complete, uh, horror show of a, a pencil stash, <laughs> but it is what it is. I tried, right? Uh, that's probably a big pet peeve for me. And then I've, I've pointed this out too. There's, there's either two sides of this double-edged sword that students will claim about a classroom. They either complain that that teacher does too much, yours truly, or they claim, we, never, we don't do anything in there. Maybe they have a permanent sub, or maybe they don't understand that they have some self-paced tasks, or maybe they don't have anything to do at all. I don't know. I'm not in those rooms. But it's either that they don't do anything and they're complaining that they have nothing to do to get their education, 
But then when they have something to do to get their education, they complain because they want to have a chill day and do nothing. So, you tell me. I don't know. Are they innocuous? To me, yes and no, depending on. But point being, those are some of the things that really annoy the shit out of me. Uh, I don't even want to say pet peeves because a pet peeve is just like a little, you know, these are things that have actually impacted my day. <laughs> like, I'm sure that I've, I've probably got uh, an even, you know, 33% split, a, a third, a third, a third. A third of students really like me. A third have no opinion. A third are really pissed off at me all the time. <laughs> Usually those are the kids that are high and don't come to school a lot. And then when, you know, I actually hold them accountable or give them something to do, then, you know, I'm doing too much. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. I'll, I'll focus on that two-thirds majority. <laughs> I'll focus on that 66.7% of kids that, you know, they're about it, they get it, they're on the same page, and, and that's fine with me. So, um, yeah, I, I think by the time this episode comes out, we will have had, uh, so we, we are part of a network in our district. And basically, the, the district is so big that they have to break it down even further. Thus, so they can hire more people and have more infrastructure for, the, for this huge district they have. Anyways, we have this thing called the network walk, which I'll probably talk more about next week to see how it went, because we haven't had one of these in a long time. And basically, they cherry pick a few class periods to go to, usually one or two, because they want to do it in like the uh, late morning, early afternoon, so it doesn't interfere with their lunch, but they can still sleep in. You know, these are former teachers or people that never taught in their lives. And they just come in and observe our classes. And in the past, I mean, some people have done the dog and pony show to look good. They're non-evaluative, but even if they are, I mean, I'm, I'm tenured, I'll be fine. But also, I do what I set out to do every single day, you know? I'm not like getting away with something. There's always something to do. There's usually discussion. There's usually some sort of task that they're doing uh, or some combination. There's always something to do. Teaching and learning is happening in my room. I don't feel the need to put on some sort of dog and pony show. I even had someone suggest, they were like, hey, I see that you're going to be continuing a lesson. And because of election day, it'll be Monday, then Wednesday of a two-day lesson. So with a day in between, they're like, you should probably, you know, put that on pause or wait for it. I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I pause what I'm doing just for these adults that don't know what's going on in my room to pretend like they see what's happening? And also the, they're using like these rubrics where they're truly expecting to see everything. They, they want formative check-ins. They want debate and discussion. They want student-to-student -student discourse without the interference of a teacher. They want them to be writing. They also want them to be creating something. They want them to be on tech or multimedia technology sources. They want them to be on regular pen and paper. They want them typing and they want them writing. And they want all of this <laughs> with an exit ticket too. So we can gauge their learning at the, the, at the beginning, the middle and the end. And they want all of this in 42 minutes because they're coming on a Wednesday, which is our advisory day. So just if I allotted, let's just say 60 seconds to everything that they wanted, and actually did everything they wanted in 42 minutes. We'd only have about five minutes left <laughs> to do everything else. The movement alone is going to be killer. So no, I'm not putting on a dog and pony show for this shit. You should show up randomly on like a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday when it's not uh, after election day or whenever. Or if you are going to show up on this day and you don't see X, Y, and Z, just look at the unit plan so you can see what I'm going to follow it up with the following lesson. Or, I don't know, show up the next day if you really want to see it. 
but their feedback no matter what. Let's say you have like 10 checklist items that you they're looking for when they observe you. And uh, by the way, it's always like four or five adults that are just in the way. Uh, they used to snoop at our desks and like go through drawers and shit. It was really creepy. That was our old network that we were in. I don't know why they had to invade our personal space and our privacy. Um, but they always do that thing when they go over to the, like the student who's sleeping, being like, do you understand the learning objective? Shit like that. It's like, fuck right off. Um, but point being, even if you, let's say you, you knock out like nine out of the 10 items on the rubric and you knock it out of the park, you do a fantastic job. They are blown away. The only feedback, and I mean the only feedback you're going to hear about that day that they did a network walk to check on instructional, you know, practices in your building. The only thing you're going to hear is the negative, you know, they'll mention like, they'll mention like a few teachers did X, Y, and Z, which is nice to see. They won't mention them by name. They won't say what classroom, but then they will call out the specific teachers being like, well, they didn't have an exit ticket for closure. Fuck off. <laughs> so we'll see. It's been a minute because of COVID. We haven't really had one of these to this degree. Um, well, and, and <laughs> I forgot about this, dude. It's a, there's like four field trips that day. So they're going to show up to see instruction. And I'm not even kidding you. My entire second period class, which is one of the two they are going to come see, my entire second period class is going to be gone that day. They're not going to see anything. We could stare at each other, right? Maybe they'll ask me to do a demo lesson. Hey, what would you have done if the kids were here? I don't know. Um, so again, by the, by the time this episode, uh, this episode comes out, the, uh, the core walk will be over uh, and I'll be in, I'll be in New York for, for the weekend. But I can't wait to see what's going to happen uh, because of these adults, uh, these adults' poor planning. So <laughs> that's hilarious to me. They didn't even realize, or maybe they realized and they just didn't give a shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure uh, magicmind.co slash classroom and use code classroom20 at checkout to get 20% off your purchase or 40% off your subscription to Magic Mind to get some more energy and some more focus throughout the day. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash classroom brew to get that podcast merch and that bonus content and just support the show. Get more classroom brew and, and be part of that community. So uh, check us out on TikTok, social media, anything like that, even YouTube now. It's all at classroom brew. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.